You're listening to WHTT Speaks Out. Each week, Chuck Carlson and members of We Hold These Truths look into events that are, for the most part, ignored or overlooked by the mainstream media. And we analyze these events to get free and periodic updates to this program and our other interesting programs. Be sure to enter your email address in the subscribe to WHTT box on the right side of our website, WHTT.org. And now, ready, set, let the sparks fly. In today's WHTT Speaks Out, we're going to talk about the peacemakers and the peacetakers. We've got two interesting uh, events that have happened here, and we want to talk about these. The peacemakers, in this case, appear to be Russia and what Putin is doing in Syria, attacking the ISIL uh, locations, they actually have captured uh, something like 700 of the militants, including about 450 ISIS jihadists uh, included in that number from their airstrikes. And uh, the peace takers, well, that's the United States. We're taking peace, and I'd like to actually spell that P-I-E-C-E takers because we're literally tearing these countries apart, Afghanistan, Iraq, Syria, what we did to Libya, which is in chaos. It's unbelievable what the United States is doing. And the latest incidence is the attack by the U.S. on the Doctors Without Borders, also known as Medicine Sans Frontières, which is French, and it goes by the acronym MSF. MSF in Afghanistan, where the hospital was actually bombed and 22 people, including 12 of the medical staff there, were killed. And according to an article in The Guardian, the United States has changed their story at least four times, Chuck. Well, of course, what we're up against is the the, the thing that we are so reluctant to admit and that is that the, the, the purpose of our uh, our present system is essentially war. We're in a war-based economy. Uh, we're in a war-based society. And people are reluctant to admit it, but this is intentional. Uh, I don't think that they bombed the uh, 12 doctors intentionally who they killed. Uh, I just think we have such massive uh, military, such enormous killing power, that every now and then an accident happens, and then, of course, they try to cover up because they don't like to admit uh, what they do. And that's uh, that's natural and human. That's not to give undue credit, but I can't conceive of them intentionally killing uh, 12 doctors. Uh, These doctors are great risk. There were four doctors killed in Afghanistan some years back, I think, 204. And that shows how long this war has been going on. This is the longest-running war in American history. So uh, is it really the longest running war? No, it isn't. The truth is that uh, our wars in the Middle East really started with the creation of the State of Israel in 1948, and they've never really stopped because we've been financing Israel's wars in 1948 and 1967 and in all of of the things they've done to their own people in the meantime, which are essentially acts of violence and, uh, and should be just continued war. So uh, we're facing the results uh, of our own actions now, and this is suddenly extremely embarrassing. Doctors Without Borders, these people slaughtered by a giant piece of massive killing equipment 
called the F-130 or something like that. Uh, it's equipped with one cannon that is as big as a field cannon, fired from overhead at things, and it will, shoots a 113-millimeter cannon or something like that. What is that? Eight well, that, it, it operates at a very low level of uh, altitude. I don't know exact altitude. That's but a low, it's a low-flying, big, low-lumbering ship that just uh, hoovers over the people that, are, that can't shoot back, and uh, they pulverize this hospital. So at the same time as this is going on, we find out that Russia has gone in, according to their own commitment to Syria, to a mutual defense commitment, they went in, they have started bombing Syria's enemies. And what, what has happened, but we find out that they're hitting United States uh, military posts or the United States military equipment. And now it's admitted that the United States has actually been supplying the enemies of uh, the Assad regime uh, or the Assad government of Syria, and that uh, Russia, in defending the, the Assad government, is now hitting the United States uh, facilities. If someone else want to pick up on this, I'm sure you've all read about it. Well, the interesting thing, too, Chuck, is that getting back to the incident in Afghanistan, only the main hospital building was struck. So it had to be a pretty precision hit. They knew exactly what the target was, and there was they were claiming the Afghanis said that the Taliban was shooting from the hospital, the spokesman for the Doctors Without Borders said, no, there was no Taliban there. And so, obviously, as you said, there was cover-up. Now, what's the interesting thing, in Syria, according to southfront.org, according to this, the GPS system in the Syria area was meddled with by the United States to throw off the accuracy to make the Russians not as accurate. Well, the Russians have some kind of a backup system that was able to overcome that, and they were able to uh, maintain, according to the to what was written, three to five meter uh, accuracy with this. So here we are. Well, let me let me add something to that. Uh, this is the equivalent to you uh, going down the street. You're on your way to uh, your friend's house, and somebody fiddles with your GPS that you don't know about, and so uh, they turn you on a left turn into a, a, a right turn only lane, and, <laughs> and, you, get, and you get you get headed on by a truck. So yeah. here's uh, here's the United States actually engaging in sabotage against the Russians, and uh, the Russians turn out to be bombing ISIL, and uh, the United States has everything but admitted that they are actually supplying ISIL. Uh, they they haven't admitted that exactly, though. Some have come pretty close to it, but they have admitted that they're supplying the other rebels and so-called terrorists who are fighting against the Assad government. So we've said all along in, our, in other papers which we've published, and we hope we can link them here, that the, the U.S. is guilty of either funding ISIL or funding the people who are funding ISIL, which we know to be Saudi Arabia and Qatar. And uh, so now uh, we have all these admissions. So just like over in Afghanistan are admitting that they hit the hospital, but they say they did it by accident. Here we have the U.S. admitting that they were, uh, that they are actually funding the people who are supposedly the worst and most heinous of all uh, human beings on the face of the earth, ISIL.
And then uh, just as a, a side note here, our supposed ally, Saudi Arabia, uh, it was explained by uh, Ned Price, the National Security Council spokesman, that uh, they were deeply concerned that our Saudi ally in Yemen had bombed a wedding party there. Uh, yeah, that's really bad to bomb the wedding party. Yeah, and so we get uh, and, excuses from our government uh, like this. What we have to remember is, is at the root of all this, uh, it may not have been intended that someone bombed the wedding party, might not have been intended to hit the hospital. If the Russians crashed a plane as a result of the GPS being tampered with, that would probably not be intended. But what this is all about at the root is undeniably regime change. And our government is actively involved in, at any cost, trying to get rid of the Assad government. Who do they want in? Well, we don't know. But we've seen what they did in Afghanistan. They put in the people that are doing these deeds. And, uh, and in Iraq, they put in a completely uh, subservient and incompetent government that uh, immediately resulted in massive counter-revolution. And it's turned poor people of of Iraq into ongoing continuous war victims 25 years after this thing was started in 1991. So this is the kind of thing that, that regime change is all about. And, and then, of course, we come down to Israel's role in this. Always Israel plays a part. And where is Israel in all this? Anybody noticed? Well, they're trying to be silent, I think, uh, but they've, they've done some bombing in Syria. We've, uh, I don't know if they've done any recently, but uh, they certainly uh, are a, a player. And, of course, they want all this infighting. And it's kind of as a side note, Christian Zionists, many of them believe that, according to the Bible, the uh, borders of Israel should actually extend to uh include Damascus, that would be all Lebanon, Jordan, mm -hmm. out to Saudi Arabia. Craig pointed out here this may be a self-fulfilling prophecy here with all these fightings going on here, tearing these countries apart. Well, I'm sure others have something to add to this. Uh, this is uh, huge news that we're hearing and, and terribly distressing, and yet uh, gives us a lot of room to work. It really gives us things to talk about and things that people are going to have a hard time denying. So it's really head on. On the, um, the Guardian article, which is very good, and the, uh, the title of the uh, article is Doctors Without Borders Airstrike, U.S. Altered Story, Fourth Time in Four Days. Uh, it, it's terrible. There's a video of a U.S. general uh, before a committee uh, just trying to make sense out of this. He's not doing a very good job. The interesting thing about this is you know, we're supposed to be the superior air power and this, you know, all this stuff, and, and yet how, how precise uh, bombings we are. And the problem seems to be in this airstrike with Doctors Without Borders is that it was called in by the U.S. The first story says, well, the Afghans uh, called in the airstrike, so the, the coordinates weren't, weren't good because the Afghans did it. Well, then we find out, well, no, the Afghans didn't call in the airstrike. It was actually U.S. forces that called in the airstrike. And what's, what's interesting about this, uh, I just want to read one little piece from the article in The Guardian. It says, this attack cannot be brushed aside as a mere mistake or as an inevitable consequence of war. Statements from the Afghanistan government have claimed that Taliban forces were using the hospital to fire on coalition forces. These statements imply that Afghan and U.S. forces working together 
decided to raise or blow up to the ground a fully functioning hospital, which amounts to an admission of a war crime. So they knew it was a hospital, and so if they're saying, well, they were using it for a sanctuary for the rebels, well, under international law, you have to tell the hospital people that you're going to blow it up before you blow it up. And so any way you cut this thing, the, the U.S. is coming out on the really smelling bad with this. And then the opposite side is Putin has got this uh, precision uh, bombing down to within you know, three or four meters uh, with this. And when, when I flew airplanes, we had self-contained navigation system. You could basically fly clear around the world, and you could come clear back to your, your, your runway in which you took off without having any uh, external navigation at all. So I'm sure the Russians are much more sophisticated, and they don't need GPS to, to dial this thing in. So uh, anyway, the, I thought the article of The Guardian was very good on that. And the other article that uh, you pointed out on the counterpunch about the uh, Putin, and it says, uh, so this, according to this article, so the Russian people are proud of the way Putin's fighting the war on terror? Is there something wrong with that? Many Americans are old enough to remember a time when they were proud of their country, too, when it actually stood up for the principles it espouses in its founding documents. That was quite a long time ago, sometime back in the pre-Gitmo era. And that's what we keep talking about here on uh, We Hold These Truths, is that this country has gotten so far away from our, our founding principles, and we're, we're doing these uh, surrogate wars for, for Israel or whoever else uh, wants to hire us, uh, and it's, we're, we're getting uh, totally off the mark on that. So um, it's definitely going to be interesting to see how this comes down with the, the bombing of the hospital and uh, the, uh, what the U.S. does with that. We can cut this any way we want. We're going to hit here a thousand excuses. We're going to have all kinds of alibis for this. But the reason it's being allowed to happen is because approximately one-third of the God-fearing people in our country are wrapped up in this notion of Christian Zionism, and that actually endorses wars. And any way you cut it, it's the reason we noticed it in the first place, is the Christian Zionists were authorizing, suggesting that the, and, and supporting the idea of war in Iraq 25 years ago. We noticed that a long time ago. And uh, it is this Christian Zionist influence that is hiding and masking and allowing people, warmongers like John McCain, to get away with demanding war against Russia. They somehow wrap it around somewhere into this, is, uh, this is, has something to do with Israel. Uh, it's uh, defending Israel's rights. Israel belongs in the Middle East. And uh, somehow the Bible has allowed this to happen. So it comes right down to our need to stick to our notion of uh, trying to educate people to turn their back on Christian Zionism and actually go back to biblical principles, which of course would have ended all this a long time ago. Great. Well, thank you, Chuck and Craig, for your uh, thoughts. Thanks for listening. If you like this program, please let your friends know about it and our other thought-provoking podcasts. And be sure to visit our website, whtt.org, for a wealth of information on Christian Zionism and other critical issues that we face. Also, at whtt.org, you can watch for free our award-winning documentary film, Christian Zionism, The Tragedy and the Turning, Part 1. Join us in our efforts to wake the town and tell the people. Start small think big, and press on towards the straight gate.